come back? I found tracks, and they were huge. I'm not frightened by a bear. I don't think it was a bear. I don't know what it was. I've never seen anything like it. This is as far as you go. No more. This is it. everybody welcome to episode 26 of xenomorphing a hive mind podcast and we're taking to the other side of the alien universe where we are talking predator i'm sure all weekend you guys have heard the little movie came out called prey and that's what our topic will be this should be a good one all four of us i think are all in the same boat you know but before we get going how's everyone doing oh good 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 to go good good we got a we got the other DG, we got Devin, and then we got the two mics. We got Canada, Canada and Pittsburgh Mike for this one. So you got most of the usual crew, and we got Pittsburgh Mike for two episodes in a row. So we are very blessed today. Boom. Thank coming you, out sir. Of, coming, out of, coming out, man. There we go. <laughs> 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 All right. So I guess we'll start with the basic question that always uh, gets the crowd going. What do you think of the movie? Devin, you want to start it off? Oh, yeah, I, you know, the, this movie, it still feels like it came out of nowhere, because I remember when it was announced, it was like, oh, by the way, uh, they're making a Predator prequel, which seemed very unlikely given how the last movie performed. But, you know, having watched this movie twice already, it is it restores a lot of dignity to the franchise. Uh, in my opinion, and I just I loved it. I I was I found it exhilarating and refreshing. It went to some new places uh, while kind of keeping 
true to that the spirit of the predator franchise it's back to its roots and uh can't wait to see where they go next with it i think it opens up a lot of doors for for future movies yeah well said great I agree. I go next. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. I I definitely agree with what Devin said here. Like this this movie was rather unexpected. It was a welcome surprise, actually. Like especially just after like the last one was just it was it was god awful to me, man. I just did not like that movie much at all. But this was like a total turnaround. Like uh, I would I would readily declare this to be probably my second favorite film in the franchise right behind the, the classic with Arnie and the guys. Like, I mean, it was good. It, uh, it did a really good job. I uh, enjoyed the cultural aesthetic, like the spin they put on it by featuring it in like a more of a primal period in North America and showing the Comanche people like in their tribal culture encountering this alien. And it's just like, I mean, as Devin said, you know, just very exciting the movie grabs hold of you it's got a lot of narrative inertia and it doesn't really lose any steam and it comes to a really satisfying finish at the end like i had a hell of a good time with it i think i watched it twice in english and once more because i just heard it was i'm like oh wow so it's there's a language version of this in comanche i'm like well i'll give that a try too i like foreign films and yeah, it was uh, it was great. I had a blast with this movie. It was definitely a lot better than what we had gotten from the Predator in recent history. Like the Predator, the Alien versus Predator movies. I mean, the poor guy was getting clowned so badly by so many appearances. And then this little movie on Hulu. And it was just like a lot of people are going like, I wish this would have been in a theater, you know? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. You know, talking about it, yeah, definitely, it would have been great in the theater, I think, because it was a good movie. Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with you. After after I watched the first thing, when the first thing I tweeted, I'm like, man, I wish I could see this fucking thing in IMAX. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect, you know, because I heard the announcements, and then of course the the you know the fan reactions always are over the top. Um, oh, you know, sorry, my freaking ADHD. As always, I never do a little summary before the movie. Um, but for those that haven't watched it or don't know any of the background, just real quick, Prey is directed by um, Dan Trachtenberg, who also did 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I absolutely fucking love. The story is written and done by Patrick uh, Azon, who I don't want to lie, I don't know much about. You know, and two of the main stars are Amber Midthunder as Naru, uh, Dakota Beavers as uh, Tabe, and the Predator is played by Dan uh, D'Allegro, it's just a quick little overview of the movie, which I'm honestly pretty bad at doing. I should do that earlier. Sorry, everybody. Um, well, now that and you mentioned, you just, sorry, just quick, just, just quick, yeah, while, you mentioned, while you mentioned Trachtenberg there, man, I, I just got to say too, like, I, I know a lot of people love 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with the movie, but it was just like, you know, for me, it was like, well, that wasn't a bad movie. And I was just kind of on with my life after, like where some people yeah. were like, that was so awesome. And it yeah, was I loved just, it. To I me, yeah, oh yeah, and that's cool. I totally, <clears throat> totally, totally jive with that. And it's like this movie for me, though. This was like, wow, wow. Yeah. This guy, this guy's fucking good. I hope yeah. he does, and he's expressed interest in doing more of these. So, like, fuck yeah, like, yeah. Give this but, man um, more Predator movies. <laughs> but anyways, it was, Dave, yeah, it was. You know, excited <laughs> to watch it. Actually, um, all of us. It was all of us. Yeah, all of us talking right now. We we're all playing Fire Team. Yep. Alien fire team. 
I think we played one, two, I think we did three or four missions. Yeah. We all just and, we all just said see you later, goodbye. Twelve o'clock. And we were, done. we were all playing. And <laughs> I heard like some uh one of my friends on uh Twitter, ironically who I know from playing Fire Team, um, we were talking up and back about watching the movie and he sent me some um like article from Screen Rant or I forgot who it was saying, you know, the, the Disney's not gonna release the, the um the movie till three AM. I'm like, fuck. So it was like 1140. I think we'd done three missions already. I'm like, let's do one more. Let's yep. just do it. Let's just do it. Cause it's not going to come out. It's not going to come out anyway. I'm like, I'm leaving for my trip in the morning. Uh, so worse comes to worse. I'll watch it in the morning. So we're like 80% done uh, with the, I think the second, the second mission of the third campaign or some shit like, yeah, yeah. And I was I'm like, you know what? We're at a quick little dull point. So I sneak on my phone while they're, covering my back, shooting aliens. So, so I go on Hulu on my phone and I see, pray, press play. I go, all right, guys, let's finish this fucking mission. <laughs> now, yep. luckily we were, I, I think maybe a few feet. I think we, there were, were one section before the last part of the board. I'm like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. We put hey. down all the sen- We put down all the sentry guns. We freaking ripped the aliens to shreds. And then I'm like, all right, guys, have a good night. Even yeah. though I had to get up early and pack, I was up till two thirty in the morning watching this movie. And I'm like, holy shit! I don't want to go to bed. I just want to talk about it. But I got to go to bed. It was, <laughs> it was really good. The whole the vibe of it was fantastic. The way it was shot, it's gorgeous. You know, they did the. Uh, I'm troll diving into this more, but they they did the the female action hero right the way it was it was done it was done in a very organic way just from the action to the kills and it was the movie was only hour and a half yet it was better paced more fulfilling than some two and a half hour movies that they've stuffed in our faces the last 10 years yes yes totally on that it's an hour and a half and it did it was more emotionally impactful and character development than uh you know i hate to jump on the Hater bandwagon with the, but you know, then what MCU's been doing lately with them forcing these two and a half movies, hour and a half movies in our hands, and even Netflix, like Netflix is that too, it is overly long movies. Hour and a half compact and hit the spot. But yeah, uh, I'll save some of the stuff for, I guess, the next round of discussion. What do you think, Pittsburgh, Mike? Well, you know what? It was kind of funny. I mean, we, we've talked about the, the alien movies um, in recent years, as well as the Predator movies. And uh, <clears throat> we kind of like, it's it's just so over i mean okay well, let's just be real serious i mean they've just been absolutely terrible and you know we always talk dave you and i have probably said it about a million times it's like would they just listen to the fans and just go back to basics yep so you don't have yep, to yep, make yep. these like these like cgi extravagant just crazy just go back to what works for the predator we all saw it you keep know, it simple, one spreader. Yeah, keep less it is more. And it, <laughs> and yeah, and it just like yep, 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 yep. It's it's been it's been so long, and and I going in on what Dave said, it was so funny because we yeah, we were all playing, and I think like at one time we're like, okay, do we have enough time for this one more? And like, I know I looked down at my watch, and I was like, twelve o'clock. I was like, and then all of a sudden we're like, okay, see you, bye, get go, go, boom, everybody was gone. And next thing you know, like <laughs> we're all watching it. And uh, it, it was funny because I was the same way. Now, you know, fortunately, I, you know, I, I was, I didn't have to be at work, so I'm like, you know what? I'm watching this movie. I'm not waiting because I know what's going to happen. People are going to be spoilers are going to be out there and everything, and I'm going to be ducking and diving on the internet trying to, you know, do this stuff. And I sat down and watched it, and I got to the end of it, and I like, I just sat there for a minute, and I'm like, finally, like finally, like that, that made me. 
that made me feel the same way the original Predator did. <clears throat> it was just what I wanted. Like, I didn't want it over the top, all over the place. I just wanted Hunter, Prey, and those few sorry souls who got stuck in between. Like, that's that's what I wanted in this movie. And, you know, I, I just... I'm hoping that this is kind of a wake up for Disney um, and 20th Century Fox. And they kind of see like that this movie did so well that they're like, okay, there's still life left in these franchises. We just have to do them the correct way. And you know what? Maybe it, it takes that. Maybe it takes going out and finding, you know, directors and producers and stuff that have never done these before and letting them take a chance because obviously it worked for this one. I mean, it, you know, they, he did, like I said, I don't, I'll, once we start discussing, you know, different favorite parts of the movie, but he just, in my opinion, he, he gave me what I wanted. Um, and I'm the same way. I've watched it three times now, twice regular and once, once in the uh, Comanche subtitle, which still yeah. in its own was, was awesome. Like it was just cool the way they did. It. And I, you know, I think he did absolute justification towards, the indigenous people, you know, the, you know, the Comanche tribes and, and the Indian nation and stuff like that. I think he did absolutely. And he made it a point to make sure that he did it justification and didn't, you know, whitewash it. Didn't like, you know, bring in actors that, that, you know, could play a native American. Like he did it the right way. And I think that's why so many people loved it because it was heartfelt. Like he did yeah. it, you know, just, you know, did service to it. So my my impression of the movie is, like I said, I absolutely loved it. I've watched it three times now. I'll probably watch it again sometime this week because it was just it's a fun movie to sit and watch. Even though you know what's going to happen, it's still just a good ride. But like I said, I'll, I'll hold off until we start discussing it to, to get into more. But I I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Um, I might watch it in uh, the Comanche dub most of the time now. It's just so much more authentic. It felt it was. Um, oh, yeah, it felt it was great. It was great. To me, it just it lends it lends a gravity to like taking the native speakers so much more seriously. Like I love dances with wolves, and it it felt like that where it's just this 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 solid appreciation of the language just coming through on this dubbing. Where it's like it just even sometimes when it doesn't carry perfectly in characters' mouths with foley, it's just your mind just you know just corrects it yourself because. It, it honestly the first line in the English version is said in Comanche and it just yeah I wanted the whole movie to run like that after hearing that line and then hearing it in English and then somebody was like yeah there's a version of it where it just runs native language the whole time and it was like really well I, I'll try that I I watch foreign language all the time I'm an anime person it's not hard to follow a subtitle line so I mean and it was just it was so much it was really cool just to hear them speaking like that because some of the things they're talking about, it's just culturally oriented discussions yeah. and hearing it in Comanche. is just, Oh, cool. Wow. Like it just, it adds more gravity to the narrative. Like it immerses you in their culture. So you feel like you're part of the tribe listening to right. the proper language spoken coming out of their mouths instead of just an approximation for the audience. But it, that works too, to be fair to it. It's like the 13th warrior where they, you know, these That's characters underrated yeah. movie Very oh yeah uh, so i mean I was, think, I was thinking a bit of that movie too because it, it's it's the same kind of thing there's a culture clash going on there and somebody's like and then there's different languages being used and then there's like a tipping point where it's like because like you see the frenchman in this movie and they're just they just speak french and you don't understand it you just understand what the comanche people say so 
kind of works through a similar filter that 13th Warrior had. So it's, it works for an English language person who's not necessarily going with the dub, but the dub's just as effective. It's uh, it's kind of like DOS Boat, where there's two versions of the movie and both of them work. Like you could watch DOS Boat dubbed in English. I think it even has like, I think even like most of the actors did their own voices. So hmm. like it carries over pretty good, but it's still dubbed. So like you can actually watch it in German and it's kind of like this movie. It works both ways. Cause like yep. a lot of the actors on prey dubbed their own lines. So it works really well. Those are still their voices. It's just flipped into a different language. So yeah. I don't I like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to jump the ship per se, but I, I will say one thing, Michael, you and I talked about it when we, we were talking about different things for the article. And I said, yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, there, there's a list of things in this movie that like I caught on to or I saw and I was just like, oh, man, that is perfect the way they did it. But when they had the the uh, Nauru and her her tribe speaking English, but she didn't understand the French. Yeah, the Fr- they were speaking in French. And then yeah. when the translator talked to her, it was in English. That was yeah. the coolest thing yeah i have yeah. seen because it was just like oh no no she, like she doesn't understand them either yeah. and then for them to have him come over and once he starts speaking in comanche you you hear him in english that that was just such a cool little yeah a yeah. little thing and i i, I could not get over because my dad it was just funny and and not to go sidebar here but my dad when he was younger uh he reenacted french and indian war um hmm. It did like the whole everything. I mean, they they lived in these, you know, the towns and they dressed in the whole nine yards. And it was so funny because like anytime something comes up in a movie that has something to do with that, I immediately like I'm like, Dad, you gotta check this out. So yeah. I, I watched the movie. I, I go over and I'm like, Dad, you gotta watch this. And he loved that part. The fact that you couldn't understand what the hell the French were saying, because, and that's how they are. They, they, they would, they would speak so fast and so fluently, you couldn't understand them. And then for them to kind of add that in that when the, the, the Frenchman spoke in Comanche, he was in English. I was just, it was awesome. It was, it was great. Yeah. They, they do something like that in 13th warrior. It's a kind of a similar scene where it's like, he's listening to the Vikings for like, for like a, a bunch and then he starts to understand what they're saying because he's learning their language and the same thing it slowly filters through into english and then you understand oh he knows how to speak ancient norwegian <laughs> yeah that, that was awesome that was a great <laughs> one of the one of yeah. the greater points oh yeah it worked well it's a good good way to work the movie in a way where you understand they're not they're they're speaking something different clearly yep. yeah and like you said it was all done with such love and care there's this one horror movie I uh, was watching on, I think it was by Shutter. I can't remember the name, but not that I want to say to call them out. And it was, they tried to do a similar thing where it was, you know, showcasing and trying to bring attention to Indian culture, but it was done in such a, it wasn't well written. Like it started off okay because the movie had some good cinematography, but I just went downhill fast. I went, that's, that's not, that's not how you do it. Where this movie was the complete opposite, which was, very, very refreshing because these days it's um, it doesn't always execute well. But I guess speaking of execution, um, since we're all, I know we're all very excited to talk about stuff we did like, and I'm sure there's gonna be a laundry list, so it should be fun. How much, or, or not how much, but um, what were you guys' favorite parts? Because I know it's gonna be a multiple choice answer. So uh, who wants to read Go the ahead. list off first? Go ahead, Devin. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> I got to be honest. I love the um, fur trapper massacre scene. That was like that was the the where the second act reaches that that yeah. high point and it's it leads directly into the third act but it's so fun and there's a lot of comedy mixed in to the to the killing which was i i thought was really really fun like you know when uh the all the trappers are shooting at the the predator and he you know his shield goes up and he deflects all the bullets and then they're like they stop and then they 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 try to reload. Yeah, they're like, the oh shit, we gotta reload. So <laughs> <laughs> like, so true to form. Yeah, goddamn flintlock gun sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just stuff like that. You know, when he throws the bear trap at the guy's head, that was poetic <laughs> justice. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. He just looks at him like seriously and just whacks him <laughs> in the head with it. It's awesome. <laughs> Well, and then at the end, when the the mines, the predator mines, they they start floating and they're just staring transfixed yeah. at these things. <laughs> and then only only when it really starts getting bad, the one guy is is like, "I'm getting out of here." <laughs> by then, because they just start blowing up. Yo, that, yeah, it was. That was that a net kill. Oh my god! Oh, the net one and the oh decapitates the guy. The shield. He makes the shield <laughs> pop out and it splits the tree in half. And then the <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a buzz. It's like a buzz uh, right to his head. Yeah, I love and the that guy was, that uh, yeah, like shoots him in the mask and it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the deflection shot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see what else. What else was there in it that I loved about that scene? Oh, so the the shield is just a little aside, but I just love how that shield is used later on uh, when Naru is in peril. Like you, you see what the shield can do during the massacre, the the French fur trapper massacre sequence. But then when he uses it uses it against Naru. You're like, oh no, because it's like inching closer to her neck. It was yeah. oh, it, like edge of your seat stuff. But I would say that was my favorite sequence of the movie because that's when it, it was just a ride. It was it was a roller coaster ride. I loved it. <laughs> Jason Voorhees nods in agreement. Ah <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, if I could put my finger on one scene, I'd probably say Tabe's last stand. That's epic. Okay. When he, oh, he God, comes yeah. comes riding into the camp with that horse and he just starts just starts hitting him and laying into him with like projectiles and he's just like getting them with the arrows and he's just peppering them and the predator starts freaking out on him and he actually gets off his horse and like he takes him on and it felt kind of like it extended upon earlier whenever the Braves at the giant log take them on. Like it just, the energy of them Braves trying to take them on, like, and, and the way he doesn't just job them cheaply. Like he's yep. like, he just kind of stomps on the ground and he's like, come on, come on. This is what I want. You guys are better than bears and wolves. You guys are smart. You try to fight back and block me and parry and make me work for this, you know, like just, yeah. And then he gets into that big, fight with Tabe and he's just laying into him and laying into him and 
and and it's like it's a great fight sequence and it's it's really kinetic and it's awesome but like then you get to the ending and it has this this incredible dramatic payoff and he takes a line you hear earlier in the movie this is as far as you go you don't go any farther and it's just like this is as far as i go and then he tells her take it home and it's yep. just like it's this amazing admission by him that like he knows his sister is smart enough to try and take this thing on and actually win yeah so like and you see like earlier the other braves crapping all over her and it's just his brother just you know and her brother's just you know straight up just like you know he's got me but i know you've got this ching and it's just it was it had some amazing energy i was just and then the immense drop and like the the insane amount of grief that just comes piling into the like because you everybody likes him like you you love him dakota beavers did such an amazing job with that character he was so good like from the first scene you see him where he's talking to her and he's like yeah me and father my bow got muddy and she's just like whatever and then (laughs) you see them talk a little more though and it's not stereotyped it's good they have a strong relationship she cares about what he thinks he cares about what she thinks and they're actually pretty close for those times you know and it's kind of cool how he supports her no matter what you know like yep she shows up in the bush at that one part and he's just like no she comes with us she tracks good she's awesome she'll be able to help us awesome and like the rest of the guys are like eh, eh, just pissing and moaning and like yeah he's a great character and it was it was awesome to see him go out like a champ it reminded me of like like you know hudson's last stand in aliens just this amazing stand where he's like look at him he's going man he's doing it he's doing it and then you're just like no he got chopped and i loved him no that, that's like me and that's like me with hudson and aliens i'm always so sad i'm like you guys could have tried harder you guys tried harder for the little girl later. Fuck you guys. You know? <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was cool to watch him. Like it was, uh, it, it's, it's almost to use a predator example. It was like Paxton's own character on the train. You know, this is right. just this awesome last yeah. stand where it's like, yeah. Oh, he's, he's putting it to him. He's putting it to him. No, 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 he's not <laughs> both situations. It's like the guy puts up a fight, but no, Predator uses that invisibility thing to his advantage and just bulldozes them. Yeah. I liked what he called him a cheater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's just, ah! yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's true. He got ripped off. He was kicking his yeah. ass. Come on. <laughs> but that's the Predator for you, right? Stealth is his cloak. So, yep. That was a good scene, definitely. And it, it, it and then it just kicks you in the balls at the end. You're at you're at the creek with her, just sad. You're like, what's she gonna fucking do now? Like that's where it takes you, the movie, and it, it's really powerful shit. I liked it. Good stuff. Mike. All right. So <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna I'm gonna unload some stuff here. Hit it. All right. So to be honest with you, I my my favorite my favorite part of this was the fact that the way that they did the predator he truly to me out of all the movies we've seen we've always seen the predator and he's uh, michael and i were discussing this the other day he's he's like the the refined samurai and i think it was cool to see this predator kind of like the brutal viking and i liked it because i thought it was neat uh the way they did certain aspects i like the fact that he they showed him a couple several times throughout the movie they showed him like studying 
like he was he was you know he like the scene with the the wolf and the rabbit you know where he kind of crouched down and he just kind of watched what was going on you know and and the way that that was going on and the way that you know even some of the 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 scenes with the the tribesmen and stuff like that he watched from above and i mean you always got that in the original predator but it was it was much more um i like the way he did it because it just kind of made him seem like he was you know basically like this was his first time like he was really kind of trying to see what all this stuff was about and i like the fact that like his weaponry was advanced but it was like it was brutal where it was advanced but it was still kind of barbaric like i i like the fact that the plate that he had on his wrist that he dropped when the uh the bombs exploded it almost it was you could tell it was technological but it had like bone on it and it just made it look like it was it wasn't the you know the version of like the 1987 predator where we sees where everything is metal and metallic and the whole nine yards like he, he really was you know it was a like a first you know a first version um i really i really like that um the, you know, I'd, the, I'd agree uh, yeah. the lack of plasma weapons definitely i'm yeah. totally with you on that Mikhail. it was great that he had more primitive weapon set you know? like like the with uh with naru when i can't remember what he was doing there's a oh where she runs across the field and she gets caught in a bear trap and he just kind of sits down like he knows she's not she's not the the target but he kind of just crouches down and like studies what's going on with the chain and the whole nine yards. Like I thought that was so cool because he was kind of experiencing this thing, like as he goes and was learning. And I just think that was cool because it was a, it was a new kind of light to see him. in. you know, I, I thought that was, that was fantastic. You know, to be honest with you, I mean, I felt more like this movie was kind of more towards the comics because I thought a lot of the stuff that he did, um, one of the scenes is uh, right in the beginning when you first see him and there's an ant that crawls across his leg and he doesn't do anything. He just stands still. And then the mouse eats the ant and he still kind of stands still. But when he finds out that the rattlesnake attacks the, the rat, he kills the rattlesnake because he's seen that that's the highest, you know, that one was the worst of the three he only takes the the top trophies and then of course the scene with the the wolf and the rabbit um yeah you know i just i just thought they they showed him they truly showed that he was only out for the best of the best like he wasn't he wasn't there just to kill everything like he was literally there trying to take trophies from the highest the bear alpha um, predators yeah yeah, the the top of the the food chain which i thought was cool and and the fact that the whole way through the movie every time he saw uh naru he didn't just let her go because he didn't feel as though she was worthy of it. And he just kind of let her go and let her go. And she always, he saw her, but she always kind of just, he let her go. And it, it was just a cool, um, that was a very cool aspect of it. The only other, the other thing I, I, like I said, we can all talk about this. I don't want to take anybody's thunder, but I loved the subtle ways that the director homage back to scenes from predator or little Easter eggs but every time you thought one of those was going to happen, he turned away from it. So like, yes, the, the scene, yes. the scene where uh, she is all oh, where she gets stuck in the mud bog and she's all covered in mud 
and you're like, oh, that see, he's going to go and he's going to use the mud as they can't see it. And then he goes a total different direction. And I was like, that <laughs> was awesome because you were yeah. like expecting it. Like yeah, it he, just- cr- he cross threads that with the, the like you, 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 the orange flowers mentioned a few yeah. times. That but like dope. you say, they they throw the mud in there to throw you off. So you don't really pay attention to that. But yep. then later it's like the body temperature with the with the Frenchman there, Raphael. And the and then she's like, oh, she he can he can see him. I can't see him or whatever because of because I gave him the herb. Oh, okay. And then yeah, like you say, just the way that they they deke you out though with the mud earlier in the movie. It's really cool the way they did that. Well, it was, yeah, it's just like little scenes. Like I said, there's just little little things they did throughout the movie that like when you thought, you know, I mean the 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 ash forest scene with that like that was totally like reminiscent of the end of of uh, Predator from 1987. You know, when yeah. everything blows up and they're all covered mm-hmm. in ash and like that was it was what you thought, but wasn't what you thought. Like it, it's like a kind of like a little sort of a puppet thing where they, they take you one way and you're looking at it, you're like, oh, man, I know what's going on here. And then it just kind of shifts off to the side. Um, there was one time there was one time they went right on the nose with an homage. And I loved it is when Tom Tabe says he's like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah, it was because- so well done. It just that would that is what a native hunter would say, you know, it just it fits perfectly in his mouth. That's like he's like, we can kill it because it has weakness. We've seen it bleed already. You know, like it's just it was so cool. And it was like that's right out of the mercenary's mouth. Usually land a a line like that would land like total cheese. But this movie takes itself so seriously that it falls in there perfectly. Like it just perfect homage. And it's a perfect dramatic line just as it is. Yeah, definitely some cool homage in there. You got any other ones you were thinking of there, Macau? Um, you know, I mean, like I said, I don't want to steal any others. If anybody else has any other ones, um, the one I think the only other one was the fact of uh, when Naru is at the very final scene when she's backed up against the wood pile and she's like, "Do it, go ahead, do it." You know, what I mean, yeah. Like she, that's that's totally from you know and the way she says it you think like oh she's gonna say the exact same words and then she doesn't and it works out perfectly mm-hmm. oh yeah it, you know it just, goes back goes back to that native line from earlier i mentioned where it's like this is as far as you go and as the darts are flying around she's co- saying it to him you go no farther and it's just like then he sees the targeting lasers on his head and he's like and you just see this look on his face like oh fuck yeah. like he knew he was fucking dead that was awesome <laughs> It's the perfect circle back because that was her, you know, her her hunter test was her yeah. having to say that, and you know, it, instead of it being, you know, the 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 big cat, and she ends up saying it to the the predator, and you know, doing it that way, it was a perfect, oh yeah, perfect circle back. And it, even it was literally a circle, like the, yeah. the fucking darts went and yeah, yeah. Well, and the way the way Tom Bay even says it earlier, he's just like, "That's what you chose for your yeah. for your hunt." Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> and then he's got pride in her later because, like he says right before he dies, like, "I know you can do this." And yeah. then he dies, and it's really cool. It just yeah, it's just I don't know. It's a good movie, man. It's got so many interlocking pieces that work really good in it definitely well i love the the fact that the whole movie the predator is studying everybody else and you get little glimpse by little glimpse at the entire movie she's actually studying it yeah if you watch the whole movie she's the one that bit by bit by bit okay 
now I can tell he doesn't see in this. Now I can tell that this works now. And like, yep. and she's basically, it's, it's like a 180. She's actually doing the same yeah. thing. And I think, you know, that, yeah. was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. The, anyway. Yeah. Like the title itself says it like pray, but who's yep. the prey, right? Yeah. Who's uh, the well, prey? Well, you know, there's, a, there's that great scene with <laughs> Naru and her uh, mother. And it's after she, you know, knocks her head on the ground and she had to be carried back home. And, you know, she says, you know, you're trying to prove yourself as this big hunter, but, you know, like you're kind of forgetting that what makes a good hunter is when you hunt to survive, not just to prove yourself. Right. And so that's basically what she ended up doing. Like she really committed to this because, you know, this was a larger than life threat and that's what enabled her to overcome it. And yeah, I just, I just liked the pacing of it, how it, you know, the characterization was just doled out in just the right spots until everything just culminated. Yeah. um, I mean, Michael kind of touched on my favorite um, spots. I, you know, I'm on big, fan of animals and nature you know i'm those dorks who could sit around and watch a nature special for an hour and be perfectly content and i love the whole nature theme of the movie you know one of my favorite parts is the uh, part you mentioned when the predator's sitting there and then the ant gets eaten by the furry rat gerbil thingy and then the snake eats that and then he sheds the snake you know it's a cool little and i also like when when he was the way he's testing himself out with the other predators, you know, with the, the fight with the, the wolf, it's just, it was cool seeing him act like a, a predator. It really brought some, you know, like we've all said, some weight back to the character in the franchise. You know, it wasn't, it's not, you know, just cheesy one-liners and action set pieces. This is something we've all been saying, you know, like Mikel said, just to echo what we said again, you know, basics work uh, that's what this was yeah it was, well, um, it's, it's sometimes with these franchises you know the big budget stuff is nice but you have to be you got to be on point with it it has to everything has to be on the same page but when you shrink it down a bit it's still you could still do a smaller stage with big with big stakes it's it still it still works you know, this almost yep. like I was, I said in our uh, chat, this is almost like, almost felt like a slasher movie, just hundred, you know, just done a lot better. I know I had the same, the same idea, you know, the, you know, the predator is this unstoppable Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers force. And then these people are stuck in this situation and all right, how do, how do we get out of this? It was. Well, that's yeah, something go. I found, I found that was really strong about the movie and worked really good for me was. The fact that the parts not involving the predator, like the the story of this Comanche tribe, it's a strong story. You care about the like, like you say, you said the stakes. You care about what happens to these people. Like, like when Tabe dies, it's a tragedy. He's their war chief. It's the end of the universe for them. Somebody comes back and says the war chief and his party never came back. They're dead. Your daughter never came back either. Like it's just massive sorrow in their camp. And then, and then you get to the end of the movie. And she walks in with all that phosphorescent blood, just gooed all over her face like war paint. And she's got the head. 
and she just throws it down to the elder and like her mother and like they both look at each other and they just laugh and they just grab the staff give it to her and they just start doing their fucking victory cry because like you know that motherfucker paid for making their for taking their people you know like it's just it's got some power to it man like you get drawn right into the like the 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 problems of this tribe these people you feel for them you don't care about the frenchmen when they get butchered it's funny it's funny they're like oh good job clowns they're like the fbi agents and predator too you just don't give a shit you know it's oh yeah you guys are gonna try and catch him yeah good luck with that he's gonna fucking stomp you in the dirt and roll your corpses around for fun you know it's just (laughs) but with with that uh with the tribe though like you do feel bad for the Braves every time they go down. You're like, oh man, he tried so hard to get him. Like the one guy who spears him in the foot, and you're just like, holy shit, he actually got him. And the predator is even mad. He sends that guy sailing like 20 feet over that log <laughs> or something right after that. Just <sighs> fucking the dude who's pooping. Fuck, he just barely makes it. <laughs> he's in the field with her, and he's just like, I got him. She's like, no, he's got us. Grab oh, that part was pulls cool. Him out yeah, of the yeah. line. Yeah, Ooh. moving through the tall grass. Yeah, yeah those dart gun. The dart shredded. gun just about. Yeah, the dart gun just about decapitates him. Then he runs for it. Then he catches him. <laughs> I was like, I remember watching it with my mom and brother, and it was just like, they're like, oh, he's gonna get away. I'm like, no, that thing's big, but it's fast <laughs> too. Watch this. Go 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 go. go. Shing, it's just like the wolves all over again, just runs him through with the blade going yeah. by. You know, the, the one thing uh, about that, the whole scene, one thing that I really liked the way they kind of set it up, you're they don't want you to feel too badly for the uh, that initial party that gets wiped out because you know they they knock dock her around a little bit and oh yeah for sure uh you know that that so they're kind of set up to be like well they're definitely gonna die <laughs> but but at but, the same time they don't carry themselves the way that the trappers do those guys yeah, you're and, just like Who oh cares? yeah they're not like cartoonish <laughs> in that sense yeah, uh, yeah. but you know at, at the same time there is a realism to it where you're kind of thinking to yourself well this doesn't seem to engineered like this is probably very likely what would happen back then they would you know because the the men probably did look down on the women they thought she was a joke because they're like well you know you have your role and you're trying to do ours and you know so they already had a bit of an arrogance about them yeah well even her even her mother puts her in that place too like you know her her mother like her brother is the notable exception he feels like he has a progressive thought line like he he can see her skill transcends her gender like she's an awesome hunter she can track good like she knows what she's doing oh yeah yeah i've seen her bag animals it's it's she's good yeah (laughs) i like that i like that scene when um she was sent to just get the flowers and then she you know of course joined in and they were trying to bully her out he's like no 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 she could track she'll help us find the cat relax she's got this i thought that was a you know it was good it was good like for it was like a good kind of realistic you know brother sister thing first he was like oh my god leave us alone but (laughs) come on we come on we could use come on come on and then and then later even like he fully admits to her he's like that thing your your idea for the lion that worked you know what you're doing you know what you're doing and he gives her he keeps propping up her confidence till she gets to the end where it's like 
spear gun trap fucking brilliant Fucking yeah, because yeah, it was it was uh, it was like a rivalry, sort of a playful rivalry. Yes. But th- yeah. there was no yeah. malice in no in, hit, yeah. in being successful. Like, like even the early part with, with the bird, <laughs> he yeah. was like, "Shouldn't have waited." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you know when he uh, when they're at the celebration and and she goes, "Well, you don't think I can do this?" And you know he he was conflicted. Yeah, because right. uh, on the one hand. He he says, "Well, you, I know you're capable, but you didn't bring it home, right?" And you know, like that was a that was a loving brother sister relationship, Correct. very touching, not forced. Yeah, um, and you know he and you know he really cares because then later he shifts gears. He's like, "Bring it home right before yeah. he dies," because he yeah, knows absolutely. he's got faith in his sister. He knows she can do it, and he knows that she knows a better way because he tried to charge it do the aggressive charge down thing and it didn't work mm-hmm. he knew it failed he, he he's like he admits it to himself in the look on his face he's like he's like i'm done for bye <laughs> <laughs> well and, and uh this is like a little bit of a backtrack but i love the initial scene where you know they they tie up uh naru and the the party that was sent to get her the the head guy he's he goes out to get that thing that he shot the, the oh animal. the possum yeah the possum yeah. and then the lasers come out oh, that's- <laughs> and i was Ooh. like oh <laughs> well, it, and yeah it was it was so great because the the uh lasers were moving independently of each other which wasn't really a thing in the original was it it was always just a try no, i don't think in any of them it was always oh it's Oh, yeah. It it, it was because I think it was because each dart was keyed into a different tracking. Exactly. So So it had independent action. And he's shielding his eyes like, oh, what the hell? And then the fucking bolts come out right through his hand into his eyeball, which I don't think any of us expected. I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I thought it was going to be a laser bolt. Exactly. Because he's got the thing on his shoulder that looks like it. But I don't know if he did actually have one or not. No, this was the no. first Predator movie without a shoulder cannon. Yep. Yeah, there was something on his back, but it must have just been the carry pack where he had like his medicine or whatever then. Well, it was funny. It was funny because like, well, you guys are talking about that scene. And it, I, I, what I did was, so like I watched the movie the whole way through and I just watched it for the experience of what it was. And then when I watched it the second time, all these little things kept like, I was catching little pieces and I'm like, you know, I was seeing little scenes and I'm like, Oh, you know what? Now I know what that is. Okay. Now I know what this is. But that scene where they're behind the log and they tire up is exactly the same as in, in the original predator when Anna is tied up and they, they're standing at the woods and they can't find what, what killed, uh, I think is, is it Billy? And they're all standing by the log and they're just blasting yep. off into the woods. And she's, nice. t- she's tied up next to him. And it's the exact same. Like it, it was, like I said, it was the way that they did this was, it was like, we, we want you to, it was almost kind of like, we want you to see stuff, but we don't want to be straight out here. We're doing this. Like yeah. when, subtle when, visual yeah, homage. They did her, how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Like her, <laughs> yeah. like her brother, like the scene where they pull him out of the cage and they cut him just like Billy. They cut him down across yeah. his chest. Yeah. Like, like 
but it took me the second time because the first time I was just enjoying the movie. Like I wasn't really of looking course, for stuff. Yeah. And then when you go back in it, you're like, oh my goodness. Like you just find all these little things, you know, little, little bits and pieces. Um, Good eye, Macau. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was, it was all, like I said, it was just, it was little things. The funniest, I, I got to tell you guys this story because you guys will all enjoy this and it, it's nothing big, but I'm watching the movie. My daughter comes up and it was at the scene with the bog, right? And she's yeah. late. She's in up to her neck in the mud. And my daughter comes in and she goes, huh, just like the never ending story. That's what I was thinking <laughs> of too, man. I'm like, I'm like, she just didn't have a horse, but it's the same idea. Like, this is my last chance kind of yeah, thing. It, you know? it, was, it was so funny. Yeah. Like, and, and, and another and leading into that, the scene where she ties the rope that she makes from the, the tree branches and she's just turning and spinning and racking that thing back into her hand and then turning and spinning and hitting the axe off another log and then flipping it back into her hand and going over. That was insane. Oh, that was cool. Coolest, yes. Coolest yes. weapon yeah. scenes I've ever yes. seen. It was just like, it was so cool. Like just like, and the thing is they said like a lot of that stuff, like they, they trained for that. Like she oh, literally yeah. trained to use the ax. She trained to do like all that stuff that she was doing. They didn't have somebody come in and be like, Oh, okay. This guy's a professional ax thrower. Like they told her, like, we want you to be able to throw this handle, the weaponry, do all that kind yeah. of stuff. Oh yeah. That and tethered was... ax, that tethered ax and her handle and that tomahawk. It reminded me of like a Kung Fu movie or something. The level yeah. of weapons handling yeah, yeah. trade there it was really, really good. It was, like it was that. just, it was insane. Like, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I think like we were just talking about the, like all the weaponry, it, it was cool because you expected, well, the scene there where, where the three dots come on, you expect the cannon, like you just know it's coming. And then when it splits and it was the, it was the arrows and the fact that they were like homing arrows, like when he's shooting them and they're yeah. spinning around and they're hitting on target, like it was like, and, yeah, it they're like just, homing maglev bullets. It's it was, really cool. It was crazy. And then, and then the uh, his his spear breaking into two, and one half was just like this mace of a club, like it, like it. Yeah, it, you're used to it retracting into a spear, and he breaks it. It comes in half, and then half is just like a club. Like and then it, he's jobbing the warriors at the log with it. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah. Man. It was oh, just so cool. It was so cool because it was it was the the high tech weaponry you expected it to be, but it was it was barbaric like it, yeah i mean like the the net i mean i don't know how many times we've seen the net and we all know when the net attaches that it pulls tighter and tighter and it you know it goes into their skin but when it literally just maces oh, yeah. that guy i didn't was, expect like, that, that, was, that. that was holy dave, phenomenal. Dave, dave really likes the hamburger maker it's like like the tools that he had like he had the 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 one thing that he injected and it was like a, a self gluing like to glue, like oh, you could yeah. tell he'd been, he'd been like, you know, had been through this before and he just did that. And then the, the stuff that he sprayed on the wolf skull and oh, it was like was acid yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just kind of like acid yeah. everything off. Like it, yeah. like I said, it was so cool because you were almost seeing a predator like in, I know I keep saying this word, but you, you were seeing them in like a stone age. Like that yeah. was like, they were, they were so far advanced, but they were behind what you're used to oh, yeah. seeing. And it's I, like, and uh, that primal. Well. Yeah, primal. yeah yeah i thought i thought the whole holding the bear up was an awesome you know homage to the uh the comic book cover for i think it is from primal isn't it primal the one where he's holding the, the bear up over his head i think so i think that's the one like it was i think it so was, and that was seen when he cuts it and all the blood comes down oh, that was, and it, yeah yeah it, yeah, yeah it I'm, shows his yes. just you know it was little yeah. things it was just 
like I said, I know, I know that on my Steam that after this, like after seeing this movie a few times on my Steam, I uh, I reinstalled Far Cry Primal because I I want to get the vibe going, <laughs> you know, being a hunter with the dog companion in the bush. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> but how yeah, many, no. It, it how good. many times in this movie did you think the dog was going to get it and it never did? Oh. <laughs> I, I loved I loved that often. I, I loved that they didn't go there. I loved yeah, that they yeah. didn't go there. I, I totally agree. I just like it was almost I loved like you... Sorry. Sorry was a character yeah, and sorry. I didn't want him going anywhere. And I thought he was great. I dog's, I loved dog's the that. MVP. The dog gets my MVP oh, yeah. votes. It's, it's like it's <laughs> I, like uh I think it. uh our newest member, Mitch Mitchell, he posted something on our feed there and it was like up for the page. What was it? Uh always go back and it shows Ripley and her cat. And then it shows, and then it shows Naru and Sari, and it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, man, Jones and Ripley, Sari, Sari yeah. and Naru, I like it. I, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, everybody's talked about the, you know, the practical effects and the CGI effects, and, and Dave, you and I have talked about this on several different occasions when we've talked about the different AVP movies wow. and stuff, and we've always referred to the the characters from AVP and AVP Requiem that the Predator itself looked like a linebacker. Yeah, like they were overweight. Yeah. They're huge. I thought yeah. this this predator was fantastic. Like the look His, of him, like yeah, he was super tall, like real thinned out, super like it was athletic. It yeah, was, he it looked was, like he, it, he, looked, he looked like a like hunter he, or a samurai, or he, he looked yeah, apart. I, mean, I mean, the scenes the guy who, where he was where he was jumping from tree to tree, yeah, like it, it gave you the the original the vibe from I mean from Predator and Predator Two. I mean, basically, but like it just gave you the 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 predator like you would expect to see like you wouldn't expect to see these big like you know thunderous like like we always say linebackers like these humongous yeah. giant guy like you'd expect to see these guys that you know can move quickly mm. and fast and and they, are they always put they always put too much armor on most of them in a lot yeah. of that stuff i, I, that's I, I agree yeah. i absolutely agree uh-huh. i i think like uh, AVPR, it, it's it's not the greatest movie, but the wolf himself, he was stripped down a bit, and that was a good decision on ADI's part. Sadly, the rest of the movie just wasn't that yeah. great. But I mean, yeah. him 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 design wise, like you say, this one too, Feral, he's the same idea. Like cut down the armor, concentrate more on a couple of really interesting weapons, and show how he uses them. Yeah, yeah and he. He looked great, like when he body slammed the bear. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I, I know, what's funny is that bear we, scene was phenomenal. We've all been talking about you know the best scenes and everything like that, and I'm surprised that nobody is talking about the elephant in the room with the the pistol. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, by Al Yeah, of course. <laughs> that that was just when when that scene came up. That was probably the one scene that I I actually went like, yes, that is a direct like yep. directly into it of what is going on. And I was like, I'm totally cool with them. Sort of that being yeah. the, the one thing I was reading somewhere online. And Good job. Trachtenberg. Yeah. They, they were, yeah. Talk, they were talking about the, like that. So the pistol in the franchise, and I think where they're going to go along with it. And they were talking about, you know, how the elder predator and predator two came to have the pistol. And they said like, it's almost, Don't they show it in the post credits? I'm pretty little, sure that they that little flash in the ideograms you see yeah, the ships, you see them and I'm yeah, pretty sure Grayback yeah, yeah. it might Grayback could be with them ships for all yeah. we know. I because guess. they yeah. said that that pistol, like the reason that that was involved in the other movies, and there's actually another comic book 
I'm trying to think which one. There's a there's a Predator comic series that has to do with pirates. I can't. It was think called of, like seventeen. Is nineteen? Or... I, I think so because that that pistol plays a role in that too, and I think what they said was it ends up where this pistol almost becomes like the Predator's like it's like their tro- like their treasure trophy, where hmm. like when somebody defeats them to a point like that is seen as like you know that's why they handed it over in Predator Two. And this kind of started that where this pistol became like a sacred object to where like, hey, if you defeat one of us, they handed it over. You know, that was kind of seen like it's like a totem that's seen through hmm. them as like, you know, it, which could be. I mean, if this is the very first one, the very first time that, you know, the predator was, you know, was was killed by humans or whatever, like like they could see that as the very first. Yeah. And which is kind of way that that lineage goes through that, you know pass it along like okay you're you're the top the top hunter here we're giving you this now but we'll be back for it like you're gonna have to sort of defend it you know like a trophy like it's it's you have to defend this or else we take it back one of those kind of things and i I thought thought that was quick quick aside there uh i guess my brother said something interesting about uh when he's when he when feral's defeated and he's decapitated he sinks back into the muskeg so there's no body to find eh? she just takes the head with her right yeah. So they never find yeah. that body. So it makes sense why there's no proof, right? Yeah. And then in 86 or 87, whenever the movie's set, he just goes nuclear at the end. So there's nothing left of him, right? Yep. In the second movie, they do get something. And yes, they talk about that in The Predator. It sort of makes sense, but I, yeah, just whatever. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> exist. Let's just know. Yeah, Predators. Just watch Predators and forget about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think there might be two other more uh, homages. The Cigar, do you think that could have been a Dutch homage? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then when uh, Nauru is coming back to help her brother, when she, you know, when he pulls her down, like, Shh, we're going to get caught. That's kind of like when uh, in Predator, when they pull down, Shh, you know, be quiet. It, kind of yeah, that's like, yeah. type. That's yeah, a yeah. Bill, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Duke and Carl yeah, Weathers, yeah, yeah. right? He's like, yes, look, yes, it's yes, over there yes. in the trees, man. Yeah, yeah. It's over there Similar. in the trees. Now I want to watch Predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it was good. Something I would like to give a shout to is the uh, the composer, the score there. It was, uh, I think it was... Oh, yes, the score reading, is very reading good. On IM, yeah, yes, reading on you. IMBD here. It's uh, Sarah, Sarah Sackner, I believe. I'm not good with German, but, you know... Sackner, I think that's what it is. And uh yeah, it's like she her her OST was awesome. I've been listening to those songs on YouTube and uh they are good. They are like the, the one song there that I think it's like you hear it in the end, and then there's a I think there's a part of the couple parts of the movie where it's brought where the theme comes up is the hunter. Do 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 like that song just resonates so strongly like you see the ending and it shows the ideograms and you know it's like her with the dog and the and the head on the ideogram and that song's just pounding and you're just like god this woman did a great job with the music in this film like it just takes you into the moments like there's a part in the beginning i think where she walks to the teepee and there's a song called beyond the great plains and it's just it's like last of the mohicans vibes or something just yeah do 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 and you just see this village and people going about their sleepy native you know you know routines or whatever that they do in the morning in the village and it's just it takes you right into it it, it feels thematic it feels like it's 
kind of embracing like kind of a theme that would be indicative of their culture a little bit. And she kind of weaves that through the whole movie where it's like, you, you feel that kind of that native vibe to a lot of the music that she's composed for a lot of the movie. And on top of that, she also snuck a lot of little cues in from the original yeah. film and two at a couple of parts too. If you're paying attention, you hear like it's, it's ever so slight, but just, little little pieces here and there little snippets that sneak up in the music and it's just oh wow because like i mean it took a couple listens because you know okay, seeing you the a, little, a few times heard the little the little drums in a couple spots yeah and it, it's cute because she keeps her music with a theme and it, it and just peppers it with ever so like yeah it's cool it, it it's it's like the way covenant had the music there too the same thing mm-hmm. where it's like you're still acknowledging what came before but you're creating your own music at the same yep. time I like yeah. the way that she did it. She did a really good job with the music. Not as overt as Predator's score was. Yeah. Predator's score was yeah. like 1987, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I love I loved the way they just kind of just yeah, we're gonna do Alan Silvestri and we're not even yeah. ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it felt it, it felt like but Covenant was kind of like that at times too. It's like that is very obviously Goldsmith's music, but Kurtzel did such a good job kind yeah. of rotating right. it a little bit. And, I guess, and oh, like well, a lot of original pieces. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, as well, it, and I appreciated I appreciated the originality of the score. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he did a good job. Funny. Yeah, she definitely created some really cool music that sticks with you. Like there are scenes, like uh, I think Naru and her dog when they're digging for roots at the beginning. There's a theme that's attached to them, and it comes back a little bit in the movie a few times, and just they use music to kind of weave like part of the story. Cause you just, you hear these bits of music come in at certain parts and they mean certain things. Like even when the trappers show up later in the movie, there's music that's attached to them. That's kind of indicative of them. And like, it's just like for such a short movie, having effective sound in terms of like the soundtrack and the sound design, like it's really good to have something that flows good with the pacing of the movie. And, her songs just keep things going. Like they, they, they help push what's going on on screen really good. And I, I thought she did a great job. What did you guys think of the, uh, the trappers? Did you think they were necessary or forced? Did you not mind them? What you guys think I, of the, I thought the it was punchies? really cool because we did our prediction episode and I was talking about, you know, them t- testing their technology. Right. And then I was talking about how the natives would test their technology and the way that the two different groups of hunters tried to ambush the predator and take them on in groups like it kind of played out like that so i i was happy to see those trappers okay. show up and it, it kind of it fit with what was going on it definitely did uh it was interesting it was dances with wolves is kind of like that too where it's like you're with the indians for a bunch of the early parts of the movie and then suddenly white people show up and they cause shit at the end of the right. film you know similar kind of idea here it worked really good it, it added a kind of a a random element like kind of like an element x to what was going on and a different type of predator i suppose because they preyed on the indians right like i mean you see them caging her and her brother mm-hmm. you know I, I i it seemed to be effective i, I liked them but uh they definitely went to some great lengths to show they were uh nasty colonizers yeah, pretty cartoony. <laughs> like yeah. the, especially the the main bad guy was like i got a big I got a big <laughs> oh, yeah. shoulder. 
I'm like going. <laughs> Basically, like, French snidely whiplash. Yeah, you're like, man, I can't wait for this motherfucker to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, and then the way she kills him too. Holy yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It was. Uh, I thought it was cool. Like with the with the trappers, I, I thought one of the coolest elements was like here you have these trappers. They're they're advanced. They have you know the 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 uh, flint locks. They have the the whole nine yards, and they just get wiped out with no. They don't even get shots <laughs> in. They just get wiped no, out. <laughs> but then every time that they fought, you know, a group of like the the Native Americans or whatever like that, they the Native Americans always kept up to a point. Yeah, like the the hand to hand combat, you know, and stuff like that. I, I always thought it it was kind of sh- like one of those things where, like, just because you guys are advanced and you have all the guns and all that stuff, you still don't stand a chance. Like, correct? They gave they gave the Native Americans more of a hand to hand combat kind of it. It played to their advantage because, you know, they were they were trained on that kind of stuff, which which kind of, you know, you know, did that stuff. But like, I mean, the, one of the parts that was was incredible was the part where the predator is having the final battle with Naru and he takes his shield down and he, he sticks it in the rocks and she's stuck and she grabs his tusk and just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like survivor mode. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yep. It was just like, which is kind of cool because that was kind of the whole, I don't know. I mean, if you guys follow the, the, the comics, there's a, a one of the most famous predators is called broken tusk. And I just yeah. thought it was kind of so funny that, that they did that and broken one off. But you know, the, the, the Indian, like the scenes, like I, I felt, I felt that the, the trappers were almost needed. You needed those bad guys that you just wanted to see get annihilated. Like, yeah, you gotta have, you just wanted to you gotta see have some crowd pleasing, yeah. which is exactly what it was. And oh, some, the scene was something too, else. The, actually, there's something else with the trapper. Uh, the trappers too. You were talking about homages earlier, actually, Cal, now that you're talking, it's, it's good to mention. Uh, you were saying homages the masked gunfire sequence with the trappers with all their flintlocks, they're all lined up in a gun line is a lot like the part where the boys are just shredding the bush, trying to get at them. Same yep. idea. Like we're just going to gun them down, but it doesn't work in either case. You know, like, all the, <laughs> the scene where the, the scene where the two lookouts are up on the Hill oh, and all the guys oh, are on the horses. Oh. And like all you see, which is funny because you notice in that one scene, the one guy, when they, when he kills him, all you see is his legs fall. Yeah, <laughs> which is just like in Predator Two, that famous scene where where he kills the the main guy and it just mm-hmm. his legs fall. It was it was great, and the two guys just turning around, and you're like, "You're this is not going to end well." <laughs> he goes mad. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh boy. Yeah, we are fucked. But I mean, uh, I, I just I think, like I said, the Predator in itself, I you know, I think it it lived up to the hype. It was very primitive. Um, you know, the, the the several scenes where it's jumping from tree to tree um, back and forth and, and just like, oh, the scene where it's running through the field and all you can see is the shadow. But then you see it covered that. in the guy's blood I is the only that. way you can see it running through, running through, um, you know, it was just <laughs> there, there were it was done. It made the predator be feared again. Like, you're like, yep. what the hell? Yep. Like, what is it going to not take? just a fucking cartoon? Yeah. What, what is it going to take to bring this thing down? This thing is the top of the, the food chain. Oh yeah, and, like the part it, the part where she's cowering in the beaver dam and he's beating the living shit out of a 1500 pound grizzly bear tells you something. Yeah, I like the part too where she sees the very first footprint and she takes the stick and snaps it yep. in half so she can tell the length 
Like yeah. I, thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, you know, how to, how do you justify how big this is? And she kind of lifts it up and kind of like looks at how, the size and she's like, you know, holy sh like, oh, the, yeah. the scene, the scene where the Frenchman, the, the guy that gets his leg cut off that she takes the pistol from when, when he's laying on the ground and he's cold and you're like, oh, like, well, you know, he, he's going to be okay. Everything's fine. And then yeah. it just stomps him. Like, yeah. you're just like, oh my, like, you're like, oh, this guy's going to make it. And then next thing you know, nope. it's like, nope. That's definitely not going to happen. Like he did that on purpose, <laughs> didn't he? Oh, and, and, yeah. and I and I'm sorry for all the the animal lovers out there, but the part where the wolf goes forward at him and the wolf yeah. goes flying past and it turns around and then all of a sudden everything just falls out the bottom and you're like, I was yeah. like a samurai movie, man, yeah. where it's like the uh, single pass, single pass, shing, and I then the say, other guy's like, oh, inviscerate. I love the scene where you know the wolf is dead. The way they shot it, so it looks like the way they shot it was they, they put the camera focus on a prosthetic, like a very lifelike wolf head. And then they have the body that's blurred and it shows the predator tearing into them. And then you see it lifting out the spine and it looks so seamless. And, and, and then like the head just kind of goes with it and lifts off the ground that was a very like nicely done, seamless, cheap scene. I, I mean, I don't know if I don't think it was terribly expensive to do, but I thought that was like a really well shot scene. Uh, that particular part. Yeah, you know, I, I think you know it's funny. We we've all been basically given like you know just great, great parts of the movie and stuff like that. And this is this is probably the last maybe 10 years or so from different films and stuff. The one thing that I have to say that I did not like about this movie, which which is, you know, like a percentage is I I don't like the fact that uh, like even animals now have to be CGI. Yeah, like the, the lion, like the, 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 and yeah. actually the lion was very well done. Like I thought that was very good, but even the wolf scene, the wolf when it's running after the rabbit is is real, but then when they do that scene where it runs past them, you can tell, and and very subtly, but you can tell. But like my my one thing was the deer in the woods, like how hard is it to just get an actual deer? And then have yeah, it run that away. Like, oh, like, I didn't notice you, that. You know what it reminded yeah. me of? It reminded me of I Am Legend when they have like the deer and stuff, and the deer's running. And like it was just funny. You have to go back and watch it, but like the deer itself is actually CGI, like even when it's running through the woods, which is funny because the dog is real, but the deer is CGI. So yeah, you have to go back and check it. Like, and now okay, I understand the whole fight scene with the bear. I thought the bear was very well done, but like I mean, seriously, how are you going to get an actual bear to do that yeah. whole scene? It, it's yeah. impossible. But it's just like... Unless it's a well-trained acting bear. Yeah, like... I, like I just, uh, The Revenant? Did they use a real bear for some of those? Scenes? For some of the... Yeah, the close-up scenes and the fight scenes. But, like, the scenes where, like, the bear was, like, walking by itself was all CGI. And it, it just, like, for me, it it's like you... Yeah, you, you, you got to go back to the edge for a real bear. That was back yes, in the 90s. That, it's just it's one of those things like if if you're going to follow these details and do everything perfectly as much as you can, 
how hard is it to film a freaking deer running in? Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree, though. Like modern Hollywood, you know, it's symptomatic over reliance on CGI. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, like, I know it's I, a problem. I know a lot of people were busting. A lot of people busted, too, because the actual head of the predator is not practical. It was done like the real close ups, like when it opens, it's, you know, would open the jaws and stuff. That was all CGI. But for me, it was so fast that you don't really like have a chance to like critique it. But I mean, everything speaking, else, like, something else I've seen of, though, people were talking about, I've seen people mention the side profile does look pretty good in shots with side profile where you see him at the side in profile. He looks all right, but yeah, I guess it's a lot of people tend to want to go right at that head on shot. They're like, Oh, I didn't like it. It's too different. And it's just like, did you see the berserkers and predators? We've already seen wide set eyes and stuff. Like it's nothing too crazy. I mean, is it different? Yes. Should we pick it to pieces because of that? No, because every movie's got its share of bad bits. Like, you know, not everything is going to be perfect. I mean, you know, usually at school you get what 97% on a test. It's not usually a hundred, right? <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say that? Yeah, I was gonna that's gonna be my segue to my next one is what you guys think of. The change in the predator's look. I won't lie. The first time it was a bit uh drawing for me. I got used to it in the the, the second watch, you know, except for the standard predator look is it's so iconic. And it's it's you know, they're really this one's a complete difference. I can understand how people wouldn't like it. I'm still not sure I feel about it. It doesn't obviously affect my enjoyment of the movie. You know, maybe it just being an earlier version of it or who the fuck knows. But um you guys were okay with the the, the change in the predator's face? No. Well, it just to me it was like it seems like there was already established that there was some variety in their looks because of predators. Yeah. So just yeah. to me it didn't yeah. it didn't feel like it was too it wasn't going too crazy with things right. like we have seen something different and I know people shit their pants and freaked out and all oh, the berserker and all these theories and bad bloods and all this <laughs> stuff. And I just, I didn't get into that because I'm just a primarily a cinema person with the predator right. movies. And, you know, like, I don't know the comic lore. Like when, when McCall opens up and tells us deeper lore about comics, it's interesting because it's new to me because, right. you know, I'm mostly Danny Glover, Arnie, you know, I guess Brody from a couple of years ago. I don't even know the guy in Predator, the Predator, and I'm quite happy to say I don't. <laughs> I, I think Thomas Jane was in the movie. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think what's funny is is what they did. If, if there's one thing that they established in the Predator um, for that movie, the big the big deal in that movie was the fact that over time the Predator itself has evolved, basically depending on where it's at. You know, if you look at if you look at the Predator from 1987, you know, that's like the they, it's like the jungle version. Yeah. So the way it's adapted right. or the type of Predator, it's, it's adapted for that. And I think what was cool was, you know, you have no idea advancement wise where where they're at in their timeline. But I think the reason that this Predator fits so much is basically, I mean, you know, it's, it's name, you know, they call it the feral predator. And I think it's, it's funny because it reminds you of, you know, it's basic. It's, you know, it had like the spikes on its shoulders and it looks like it's the, the very start, like the, it's like the evolution, like this would be one of the early 
involvements of the evolution. But then again, like the movie, the, you know, the predators movie basically with the, you know, I don't like the berserker very much either, but that kind of established that there are different sects. There are different um, styles. There's different, you know, they have all different, um, you know, where they come from, where they live, where they hunt, where they, so their bodies are basically like built for, and if you look at this time frame, you're talking like, you know, the great plains, you know, mountains, swamps, like it, it's more of like a, a rustic, I guess you would kind of say. So like he fits where he would be hunting, you know, and I think that's kind of what they were going for. And I think it did it justice. I mean, me as a predator fan, the, the first couple of times that I saw it in its full glory, when it was in the, the ash, the ash trees, like, and it came down that first time and it uncloaked, I was like, this thing is awesome i mean just yeah, fucking awesome. badass like that one scene it's walking and you can see the the muscles in the back of its legs actually like moving like you just look at this thing and you're thinking this thing's a freaking tree trunk like it's it was just it was made you know not a lot of armor more skin uh yeah. it's if you notice too if you watch the movie there's several scenes where the legs or the chest uh come into view and when you look at it it's all scarred up so like you can tell it's battled before like that it's 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 sealed up its scars it's done stuff like that so it's been beat up it's been kind of you know it's it's kind of ravaged a little bit and I think oh yeah I like his I like his helmet the way he's got the bone helmet and the then he's helmet. got like, oh, yeah. his Amazing. his mat his manibles like the bottom tusks or yeah. whatever those manible yeah. tusk things they hang out from under the mask and it makes him look like a like a saber tooth tiger or yeah. something I don't know it's just I crazy, love the but- mask. The well, profile, well, yeah, like in mask, he looks so much better. I loved him with the mask on, and that's why, like you know, like yeah. you guys say, it's very brief when he's out of the mask, and it's a bit at the ending too. But there's a lot of shadow playing off I, the right. trees in the forest there. I thought it was cool. Um, is it? I think it's Predator Two. I think it's Predator Two when they remove the mask and it takes the little like breathing thing and sticks it on its face. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah. can't breathe yeah. the atmosphere. Yeah, but yeah. all through the time that in this movie, when it take when its mask is off, it has no issues with that. Yep. So like you, that's where you kind of wonder, like, did this thing come from a planet with the same kind of atmosphere, or was it? Is this this version of what the kind of places that it visits? Like, there's a lot of like you could just like dig and dig into all kinds of like predator lore, and like, I said, like you know, basically what it is. If they're saying this is the very first time that this was the prayer has ever been on the on planet, I think it's the perfect jump off point. Like you, yeah. you you're yep. starting basic, savage, you know, like an animal. And I think it's just cool to see then look at the other movies and see how far they've advanced, you know, from there. I, I like I said, I mean, not not to go long in this, but my my vote is I thought the I thought the creature and the effects for the creature were phenomenal i i it just it gave it such a savagery it was it was incredible i mean you look at the predator from predator one and now you're like he was awesome but this thing is like just a monster like it's just a feral you know it's it's just yeah. a, an animal it's just a beast and like it i i just keep thinking animal. like you know he's like uh like a like a stone age hunter version of the predator eh? you know something yeah. like that yeah. But, I mean, he still he still maintains like a certain level of technology, intergalactic flight, and all that. But his weapon set it's not it's not energy weapons yet. It's like like his spear is like some sort of complicated maglev homing bullet system or something, right? Like it 
uses some kind of like gravity magnet thing or something to throw those darts around on it. Like in the way it tracks it on the laser, like it's, it's getting there. His tech's growing and it, it feels really neat the way, like you, like you say, Macau, he's feels like he's evolving towards what you see later. Those bigger, more well-equipped fucking weapons that they're using, like, you know, different kinds of spears and stuff, shit like that. Well, like in predators, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, you know, he, he's explaining to the other uh, mercenaries and whatnot. He, he says, every season that they come back he says everything has changed he says their tactics have changed or yeah. their armor has changed or yeah their yeah. yeah so the the beauty of the this particular franchise uh in the timeline is at any point in the timeline predators can show up yeah oh yeah and that's who a- knows what they're gonna have that's a big thing I seen is a lot of people like I, there was this huge push for like everybody's talking about Hiroyuki Sonata and like he should play a samurai and fight the predator. I mean, why not now, Vikings? <laughs> I mean, Vikings exactly do that or Mayans or you know, I mean, whatever it it the possibilities are endless. They, there's a predator. There's a predator story in print where they fight crusaders or something, isn't it? Oh, sweet. Yeah, there. You know, what I I said too is be cool. It's actually a comic. It's based off a. There's actually a comic book for it. I can't think of the. I'm, I'm oh yeah, sucked. I can't remember. Dave, you've probably seen it. There's actually a comic book where he co- drops in in the middle of the Civil War. Huh. And it, yeah, I never it's read that phenomenal one. because it's it's a time of of huge conflict. You know, it deals with huh. it's in the South and it's hot and the whole like that whole nine yards and it like it's a i can't I'll, have to, I'll send you the i'll send you the thing for it but there's actually one yeah where he fights during the civil war and it's it's fantastic because yeah, like, I, I, I read most alien comics i did dipped very i dipped my toe not too deep in the the predator uh, pool of comics that's something i could uh i wouldn't mind reading well i got i got train wrecked because i did the same thing what happened was I saw aliens first. And once I saw aliens at that time, dark horse was huge with the yes. comics. So it had started coming out. Well, I did the same thing with predator. Cause I had seen the, you know, 1987 predator. And then all of a sudden I found out that there was all these different comic books. And I, I, that's how I just kind of like jumped in, you know, a little bit here. Like I said, I, I have by no chance. I mean, there's, there's hundreds of them out there, but it's just, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. Like I said, this movie just like absolutely, all the crap that's been going on with these movies and with Disney and with Fox and with the alien franchise and everything like this movie wholeheartedly gives me hope. Yep. Definitely. That, yep. That, Fetty, yep. I'm really looking forward to what Fede Alvarez does with alien. It's, it's yeah, going to be a smaller, it's going to be a smaller project similar to this. I hope he puts the same level of care and consideration yep. into it. Yep. Considering some of the stuff he's done in the past, I, I think it, it sounds good. You know, he's done yep. some pretty good claustrophobic movies. So pretty interesting to see what he does. Yeah. And like, I kind of like the approach that they're taking. It seems like their mentality is that we're living in an age where you can put things on streaming. Yeah. And instead of trying to force these kinds of movies to be what, the current regime at the studio or what they feel a, an alien or predator movie needs to be from their perspective. They let someone make it the way that fans want to see it for a smaller budget and they can yep. make the most out of that budget. Yep. 
to deliver something that that fans want to see and I, I feel like that's a very healthy direction for both franchises to go in. Well, yeah, like yeah, I, I feel like the, the 40th anniversary specials for Alien there, those those indie projects, that was a really good proof of concept idea where they could see yeah. that working within smaller budgets could produce entertaining bits, you know, with the creatures, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like the creatures themselves can be used effectively. They just need to be you know, you've got to direct the thing. It's another character and it needs to be used yep. right in what it's being used in. Or you can just abuse it and get crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Prey did not need an astronomical budget. I'm sure they gave him a healthy budget. But, but it doesn't need an obnoxious. You don't need a, an obnoxious amount of money to make this franchise work. Either Alien or Predator. It just, it just, it, it helps you know just to make sure the effects and the set pieces are effective and believable and bringing to the world but you don't you don't need use yeah you you just use smart filmmaking like the end of the the end of the movie takes place and it's like a nighttime fight and they they can put him a lot of shadow for a lot of it and he still felt big and imposing fighting in the dark and, I and, think, and you yeah. you felt like the darkness was kind of being used to her advantage like yeah because she knocks his mask off and then she's running and jumping off the trees and stuff and baiting yeah. him in and using that spike tree to fuck him up and it was pretty cool i think that's why yes. they got dan trachtenberg because you know he proved with 10 cloverfield lane that he could shoot yeah. modest budget and deliver right. tenfold on the investment and they're like well he knows how to work on a smaller budget let's see what he can do with it. And in my opinion, I think, I think he really succeeded. Yeah. I think he hit out of the ballpark. So, so how now, okay. So if you're Disney now, or I, I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming the, the predator franchise is still owned by 20th century Fox, but Disney owns. So my thing is, is how do you, how will they look at this movie and see like, like a gross, like how will they look at it and see like, well, here's how well it did. How do they how do they go about doing that? I think it's counting streams. Like it becomes when you're on a streaming service, it becomes looking at the amount of streams you're getting because that's the basically the new ratings kind of really what these movies would be. Yeah, if you're running exclusively on streaming. Yeah, because like you can't do a traditional rating system or like the way that they do blockbuster movie reviews. And I mean, like you kind of can. Like it's gonna. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes. I mean it's got a kind of a back and forth reputation, but I guess it was pretty unanimous on both sides of Rotten Tomatoes. Like yeah, audiences it, loved it. And Rotten, the, Rotten Tomatoes was what? 98% fresh. Yeah. Highest, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The critics and audiences were like pretty much across the board in agreement on that one. It was. And the fan looking responses pretty good. have been mostly positive across the, across all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, everything. So it's, it's got a positive response and hopefully this is something they could use to catapult oh, yeah. both, both franchises. I, I felt good directing somebody I knew in the direction of the Comanche dub. Cause he was like, well, how do I watch the Comanche dub? Yeah. And I was like, I just yeah. sent him an article. I'm like, here, here's how you access it on Hulu or Disney plus. And he was all like, Oh, sweet, sweet. And I was just like, yeah, well, like, I mean, you know, you, you want to see it like that. And it was pretty cool. You know, definitely want to catch it like that. It adds another dimension or another layer to the story. I mean, it's pretty cool. Well, in this day and age, in the age of social media, 
they really have to pay attention to what people are saying more so than what they're spending because there yeah there is no metric for how successful it is on a financial level but if they know that people are raving about it they know those are people whose eyeballs are on the screen correct and i think that I, I mean, that's the game that's changed. And I think they're rolling with it and they're, they're taking notice of the fact that this went to streaming and people are loving it. So in the future, that may determine whether they're going to, you know, give it that opportunity to be, to be on the big screen again, because yeah. it's a risk assessment. They want yep. to know if it's worth it. And I, I think they're going to see, hey, uh, if it's done right, people will watch. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of sad. That Funny how to- that works, right? Well, I, I think it's pretty cool, too. Like, I, I mean, we, you guys have all noticed. I mean, you guys are all involved in the, the different franchises, too. I think the, the best thing that they did for this movie was the trailers were quick and they were short. Like, they did not give the main plot details you knew, you knew, okay. You yeah. knew that she, my that brother she, hates that about movies, Mikhail. He'd be totally with you on it. Yeah. Like, I like the last couple, like the last few years, movies that have just bombed, you go into the theater and you basically, from the trailer, have already guessed what's going to happen. Yeah. And this is a mini movie. Yeah. 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 I, I go to the movies. I go to movies a lot since I got Regal Unlimited. And I've seen, I've seen trailers go from the teasers and then there's like a regular trailer. Like the two movies I, I could, for me, the best examples are nope and uh bullet train and the first trailer of nope i thought was good you know what the fuck was about but it gave you some mystery and the second one gave you a little bit more i'm like all right i was interested but now i'm definitely interested and then the third one you know i ended up seeing the movie i liked it and in the third trailer i'm like yo what the fuck this is the whole fucking movie in here what are you doing and then bullet train first trailer awesome i love those great action movies brad pitt all right i'm in let's do this looks great second trailer all right cool a little bit better Third trailer. Also, now you they show Chandra Bullock's in there, and then you see some stuff. The backstory. I'm like, no, 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 no. I like when I end up every time I went to the movies. I'm like looking at my phone. I'm trying to track myself. La 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 la. Don't show the whole movie in the trailer. That was like when I was on the IMDb page for Bullet Train, and it was just like trying to play the trailer, and I was like, X, X, no. click the X. Like, no, don't show me the trailer. This looks really good. I looked at the cast list. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like I, I don't co- want to see a trailer. This is going to be covenant. Good. The covenant trailer gave away too much. Stop that shit, man. Jesus. That was like a Prometheus. Prometheus had a good ad campaign. I liked yeah. the trailers. They yeah. didn't give away shit. Yeah. They kept you going like, what's that shit yeah. at the ending? What's that shit at the yeah. ending? Zoop, 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 zoop. And you're just like Prometheus. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but yeah, that's like you, like you, like Mikhail is correct. Yeah. Too many, too, too many much modern trailers too ruin, much. ruin movies yep. so much. Like Marvel films. Oh my God, their trailers are horrible. They're Ugh. trying to give you the whole movie almost. Mm. People, people breaking them down. Like, like that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's like, that's like, future iron man it's just like no it's not it's just alternate <laughs> captain marvel you people get way too into this shit yeah like, just remember watch the fucking movie yeah. remember the, remember the wandavision shit it's it's mephisto it's mephisto, it's oh, mephisto. Uh, yeah. okay cut it out already yeah <laughs> yeah it's good to Anything. have advertising that doesn't give everything away <laughs> yeah 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 
Dave, well, you, 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 you got to bring up that point that you just sent me in the text message. It, oh, okay. Yeah. So the, the dude, I, now I'm looking at it. And I can't unlook it. I cool, can't not see it. The, I guess we'll also make the nice little end point. The cool uh, skull mask. I think it was a uh, river ghost from predators. The one he was wearing. Oh, dude, it really. Take, oh, a, no, look, take a look at the I'm picture watching, now. I, I can't. I'm I can't watching predators it. tonight. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to post it in the zoom chat, but of course I can't send pictures or I'm dumb enough and can't figure out how. So I just, Message uh, uh, Michael. I figured he would. Uh, Michael. I figured he would know if uh, he would give me the confirmation. Uh, oh my! I, 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 yeah. I can't. I can't now. Not see it. And I'm like I'm now like putting <laughs> yeah. the two pictures side by side and trying to like critique them. Yeah, that's insane. So, so that's why I love the mask so much because yeah. I like predators a lot. Thanks. It's Same subliminal. Here. Subliminal Same love. <laughs> Good so catch, I, I guess, Dave. Thank you, thank you. Every once in a while, my eye, uh, my eye works. So I think hey, wasn't there. You you is- said you were tired, man, and I think you're <laughs> on point, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I had a had a long fun weekend with a group of my friends, so I'm still uh, still kind of recovering. I feel like I was hip checked by a predator, and uh, <laughs> but I I survived it. It was a good time. It was a good time. But uh, we reached almost two hours here, so I think. Oh my <laughs> god! I think it's a good time. <laughs> I think like the Frenchman's head, it's a good time to cut this off. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so as you can tell, we're all huge fans of the movies. Our the picnics we had were minimal. We've all between we've all watched it multiple times. I'm you know what I gotta say? It. Cinematographer, he deserves a lot of credit. Yeah. Jeff Jeff yeah. Cutter, he did a great job yeah. with his drone cameras, his chase cameras in the forest were amazing. I loved it, looked yeah. great. I'm pretty sure we're all going to watch it again. I know I'll probably watch it again during the week. Yeah, but I uh, good job. I want to watch. Around. I want to watch Predators now. I want to see the yeah. River Ghost. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> good job, Trekkenberg. Good job, uh, Disney doing this the right way. Uh, it shows with that's a repeat, repeat, and repeat. But uh, no doubt. Keep to it simple, all of our stupid. fans. To all of our fans, watch this movie. It yeah. is great. It, it made us great. talk for two hours. Yeah. 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 I mean, we got Macal out for it. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone who I've recommended to it, I've liked it. I have this for those who aren't friends with me on Facebook and Twitter. My la- or my last name is Gogol, and I have this thing when I like a movie, I call it Gogol Certified, and it's somehow caught on. So once I said this movie is Gogol Certified, everyone was said all right you said it was good it's good so it's very flattering that people uh, enjoy my reviews because i'm like most people i'm very impartial and admit my bias but yeah this movie i'm not exaggerating people watch the movie they call me afterwards so it's been i would say 80 percent positive which these days considering how demanding nerd culture could be is pretty fucking good i mean you can't please anybody you can't please everybody no matter how good a movie is and this this hit the spot so check this shit out Yes. Oh yeah, just looking at it compared to the last movie, so much of a better response from yeah, the audience. We won't, we won't talk about the Predator Resurrection. Uh, <laughs> 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 let's not let's not end it on a bad note. But um, yeah, thanks for joining me in this conversation, guys. I was an absolute blast. As always, check the Twitter, Xenomorphing426. Join our uh, Facebook group. Check the page. I'm going to be doing a write-up of the movie, I think. Yes. It's going oh, to yes, be pretty, yes, yes. pretty extensive write-up, too. I want to try and look at most of the major aspects of the film and try and just talk about, you know, cool. just how fine, how well it was done. Looking forward to it. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining. We'll catch you next time. Have a good night. All right. See you guys. Bye.